It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The roller coaster ride continues across the NFL. We're reacting to Week 7 today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're The Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. Joe, uh, happy national, I guess it's yesterday was the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle realizes nobody accepts cash anymore day. So wait a second. Yeah. Did you come with a big wad of cash and expecting that to go well for you? Well, you're, you're parking on site. I went to the game last night. Yeah. I went to Sunday Night Football, and it's it's a 50-minute drive up I-95, right? So I go, and you, you're parking on the athletic complex because they got Citizens Bank Ballpark. They got where the Sixers and the Flyers play, and they got the link all right there, right? Yeah, seen this. So, and I remember one time, Joe Marino and I, went to the ACC championship game and we're trying to find parking. Yeah. I remember this well. You pulled into a a spot and you did not have cash. That's right. And they said, no, we don't have cash where we, 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 we need cash. Only cash. And and Joe said, can can I Venmo you? Can I sell you? Can I PayPal, um, PayPal you Apple pay? And he said, no, we only take cash. And moments like that stick with me. So my expectation is I'm going to have to pay cash to park. So I take a withdrawal at the ATM. I go and it's $45 to park. So I go to pay. They say, Oh, that's that card's been declined. I'm like, ha ha, here you go. And they said, No, we only accept card. So I said, oh, okay, no problem. I have my, my debit card. And I go into the stadium, order some food, try to pay in cash. Sorry. You're just trying to get this cash out of your pocket. Yeah, right? yeah because yeah. now it's now now it's sitting here. It's like, dude, I just know I'm gonna lose it. 
because it's just sitting in my pocket. I'm wearing dolphin stuff, so somebody's probably going to try and play a prank on me and stick an open ketchup packet in my pocket or something like that. And they're going to say, oh, my God, he's got a two $20 bills in here because he was trying to pay cash to park. And I just could not get rid of this cash. So nobody accepts cash anymore. Uh, how was your experience? I haven't, I mean, I know that late night you're here. Um, I'm happy that yeah. you're here, but here. how are you feeling? Was the, what's it like going to Philadelphia as a, a visiting fan? I mean, I'd done it, but I did it in 2015. Um, stakes, stakes, stakes felt pretty high in this one though, right? It, Maybe a little yeah, bit I mean, of tension that, out there. That was one of the videos. I only took a handful of videos throughout the game. And the, the one that I took was the pregame when they introduced both the teams mm-hmm. and it, fe- it felt like big game atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's, it's a one score game. The dolphins have a chance to tie with 10 minutes left. Do you get an underthrow uh, for a turnover? And then the Eagles milk clock go 13 plays two fourth down conversions and, and break your back with about five minutes left. So um, competitive game, uh, I think probably a game that didn't necessarily go to the script that a lot of people thought. Right. Um, but it, you could tell it was a big game environment. And, and you know, the two press conferences that the Dolphins had after the game with, with two and Mike McDaniel, they talked about, you know, this is a playoff atmosphere against like a really, really good football team. So it was the the, the stadium was pretty electric. It was a fun, yeah. fun time to go for, to see a good competitive football game. You didn't get punched or anything. You're good. Nothing. No. Okay, good. No. All right. No, I had a few people yell at me and stuff. Right. I only yelled back to one guy. All right. That's good. That's well, good. he said you couldn't get any more gel in that hair if you try. I turn around and look down. I'm like, dude, you don't even have any hair. Shut up. But like, do you even have gel in your hair? I mean, I, mean, I had gelled it because it was really windy. Oh, OK. All right. It's like, don't don't tell me that you don't like how much gel I have in my hair when you're sitting there with a Friar Tuck haircut. Yeah. I don't want really to hear it from you. Friar Tuck. Don't, don't say anything. What a poll. What a poll. Friar Tuck reference here in the first segment of Lockdown NFL Scouting today. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, there's that. Um, you want to do the games? Yeah, there's, there were games played, only 13 of them. Yeah. So Yeah, and only three AFC exclusive games. Oh, wow. This really so, works out. Oh, so crap. Another one of the AFC exclusive games. The Patriots beat the Bills. Yeah, so no club dub for either one of us. Oh, it's just been a while, I think, feel like since that happened. Um, no, nah, we, we both had it last week, man. Bills beat Miami the won, Miami won last week. Get that the Bills beat the Giants last week, but uh, yeah, they got they they let the the Patriots get that offense going, baby. Twenty nine points for Mac Jones' first game winning drive. Yeah. So do do you want to go there? I mean, do do you want to introduce all the games? Do, do um, you have a big thought on that game that you want to? I think the big thought is that I think it's fair to ask questions about what this Bills team is capable of after what they've shown you for the last three weeks. Slow starts offensively, it continues. Um, a lot of offensive miscues, just not clean, not clean football, uh, backing themselves up with ill-advised, uh, mistakes, whether it's a penalty or a drop pass or a missed read, a missed assignment. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're sloppy team on offense and, and defensively. I think they're trying, right. They have a ton of injuries on that side of the football. Um, but you know, I, I give them some grace, but allowing the Patriots to exceed so many of their statistical norms, what they've been through six games against you is pretty disappointing. So yeah, I think it's fair to call in a question. How good are the bills? Can they, are they really, a, are they a playoff contender? Or are they a team that can make a, a playoff run like a deep one? I don't, they're not showing us that right now. So this team has a lot to prove here uh, over the last nine games for new England. Um, I mean, you're, you're, you got to feel good about the win. You got to feel good about your offensive line kind of coming back together. 
being able to affect Josh Allen the way that you did without Judon, Uche, or Keon White, right? Your three top pass yeah. rushers off the edge. You know, you're able to really win on the inside. Christian Barmore was an absolute nightmare for the Bills. And then, you know, that corner tandem of Jackson and Jonathan Jones really met the moment. So can they – do they have enough to really go on a run and make noise? Or were they in too deep of a hole? Probably. But at least for this game, you feel good about Skarnacki going into your Hall of Fame, Belichick getting his 300th win, and uh, playing the rest of the games and see what happens, right? Your expectations right. were low. So it's right. it's different, right? Your expectations are high for the Bills. You have a letdown game. The questions just come out differently. But uh, the Jets are probably just chilling at home in their bye week, right? Just really thrilled oh, about oh, what happened good. in the yep. AFC East. So making us yep. eat our words for, or at least, you know, we I certainly have been critical of the Patriots, and now you got to chew on a nice loss here for uh, the next week. So it's it's obviously early, but the only team in the AFC East with a winning record in the division is the New England Patriots. They're two and one. They beat the Jets and the Bills. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The Jets and Dolphins are one and one, and the Bills are one and two. What do I always say, Kyle? We'll play them all and, play them see, all and what, see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> Other unless AFC games. Unless Other you're AFC. the Chiefs. Unless you're the Chiefs. You've already won the AFC West. Congratulations. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and that's – I was going to get into some of that with thought or not with a couple of these divisions. Uh, yeah, the well, Chiefs, we, could, we could save it, but I thought that was a nice segue into our – what, the only other AFC game, right? Well, we had Browns and Colts was the other AFC exclusive. Warren Burner, P.J. Walker comes in off the bench. Miles Garrett goes Super Saiyan. The Colts score 38 on the, Colts score the 38 Browns. I was a weaker. I knew a 30-burger was coming against that defense. I just, you know, I, I for some reason, I thought it was the 49ers and not, not the Colts that would do it. Garner Minshew. How about Josh Downs, 5'1", 25 and a tug? Big game. Yeah, big game. Um, yeah, I it, on the bingo card, I never in a million years would have had Colts 450-plus yards of offense, uh, plus 50% on, or I guess just short of 50% on third downs. Uh, still punt five times. Still lose three, three, what, three turnovers? Four turnovers? And still score 38 points? <laughs> they lost. So so that's, here's the thing: they lost the game, yeah, by a point. Yeah. And it's a little controversial there at the end, but and then, uh, but but good teams win, great teams cover. Colts cover two and a half. All right, the so they might have lost the battle, but they won the war. And then the Chiefs are six and one. So whatever you want to think about the Chiefs are six and one. Big offensive explosion. Mahomes, Kelsey. It's their world. We're all living in it, right? I've got some thoughts in that game, but it has nothing to do with the Chiefs. Because they're just going to be turnkey. They're going to continue to roll. Um, who do they have next week? The Broncos. And then they're Dolphins in Germany. And then they have bye. And then they play Eagles on Monday Night Football in week 11. Couple big ones. Couple big ones in there. Dolphins can't win the win the ones against competitive teams. So they'll, they'll be good in week nine. That's, that's what I've been told. Hopefully the Patriots didn't wake up for you. We'll, we'll get into more. We got the NFC. We got thought or not all coming up here. Stick with us. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson will come off a bye and build on his momentum with an improved Zach Wilson to have a big game against the Giants in Week 8. Start spreading the news in this New York, New York battle. The Giants secondary cannot cover him well, 
and it has already given up big games to Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, and Stefan Diggs. Garrett Wilson is a great talent, and the Jets are now back to using him as a dominant number one. Look for him to keep coming through with his best all-around game yet in fantasy in 2023. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows that a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So was that a little Sinatra reference there? Yeah, I, I, I felt it, though. I, I thought I delivered that pretty good. Stop. There it is. Mm-hmm. When do you think of that? I think about that. Was it Santa Claus 3? Jack Frost? Mm-mm. North Pole, North Pole? I think no? about the New York Yankees. You do? Yeah. Mm. No. Ever been to Yankee Stadium? New or, no. new or old Yankee Stadium? No. No. Have you ever been to New York? Yes. Yeah, like New York City. Yeah. How long ago? It's been it's been a while. Uh, not long. It was man. Okay. I must have been yeah, a we stained reference. Yeah, but it's the second one. I think I think you missed the first one there. But yeah, we're killing it here. Um, uh, only uh, MLB parks I've been to are Nationals Park. Uh, you got the Natitude going there, and uh, SunTrust, the Braves, and Turner Field. So, yeah, the, the new, new one's one. nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, NFC games. Should I introduce all the overlap games? Mm-hmm. I guess I probably should, right? Yeah. All right, so NFC exclusive games. You had the Falcons defeating the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Game-winning field goal as time expired, I believe, was how that yeah. one unfolded. A lot of Bijan, red turnovers. Bijan not feeling himself. Only had one. Yeah, one. what a weird... You, it's the NFL, brother. I don't, that's, a, that's a weird situation, dude. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Just not, not feeling well. You can either go or you can't, right? Okay. <laughs> I guess that's the problem. They've got like five competent backs. They won the game. They're winners. They, Desmond Ritter, right. very they, efficient they, they game. Do not, they do not care about your fantasy team. Nope. As somebody who invested a lot in B. John Robinson, I was a little upset to find out he only played <laughs> one snap. Oh, man. Through. I never thought about that. So you, you, here he is. He's active. Yep. Yep. And Algier gets, what, 21 carries? I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention, you're you're probably like, well, did he get hurt? No, no, he just wasn't feeling good. No, he just wasn't wasn't feeling good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Commanders uh, lost to the Tarod Taylor-led New York Giants, 14-7. Brother. We'll we'll save it for thought or not, but I have a big Giants thought or not coming up here in the last segment. Come alive the last two weeks. The Bills say, you're welcome. Glad we can give you some confidence. You're welcome. Uh, the Seahawks defeated the Cardinals by a score of 20 to 10. A forgotten game of the week. That's what I call this one. Yeah, this was the chalk experience. Yeah. Uh, you have tonight San Francisco at Minnesota. What a barn burner for. Hey, I need 10, 10 from the 49ers defense to win my fantasy matchup. I know nobody cares okay. about it, but. Yeah, no, we do not care. You're right. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Baltimore waxing Detroit already. Or did we mention? Did we? No, pre- no. We talked about that in the pre-show. pre-show. Yeah, yeah, that's what we get for doing a twenty-minute pre-show. Yeah. Uh, the Bears beat the Raiders thirty to twelve with Tyson Bajan, Bajan zero. 
coming up big in his first start. Big dubs. Uh, the Steelers beat the Rams in Los Angeles 24-17. Got hosed. And the Rams got hosed. I don't know. You see the, did you see the the yes, I did that see quarterback it. sneak wasn't it wasn't he didn't get it. He didn't get it. Uh I don't want to talk about quarterback sneaks. The <laughs> Jeez. it's so impactful. That's the thing about it. It is so impactful. Every game I watch the Eagles, it happens like four or five times. They it's, were it's four, critical. they were four for four. It, four for four. And there's nothing you can do. You know it's coming, and it doesn't matter. I think it has something to do with they get him up in the air, man. Jalen's up in the air, and then it's just like right. he's floating. Yeah. yeah, A lot of leverage involved. Uh, speaking of, the Eagles defeated the Dolphins by a final score of 31-17. Uh, and the Broncos, coming off of their mini-bye, defeated the Packers, who were coming off their actual bye, by a final score of 1917, that was the most especially fun result for me because we all picked the Broncos straight up, and the show picked the Broncos against the spread, and the spread was one and a half. Wow, we 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 had weird feelings about that game too, right? I remember that conversation. Yeah. It's like, man, I I guess the Broncos are going to win this game, and then they they did. They did. They but did. And, and and let's be honest, like the Packers, like God intervened a little bit there for the game to be as close as it was with that fourth down touchdown bouncing off Dobbs into Jaden Reed's hands. It's like, what is going on here? Right. Uh, but Broncos two and five avoided an zero and four start at home. Did they really? Yeah. It would have been the first time in franchise history. They did that. I remember that being a big storyline as I was watching the end of that game. So from, from green Bay's perspective, 17 points, colossally bad Broncos defense and you scratch out 17. Um, That's got to be such a weird expectation because everybody saw the Dolphins score 70. You probably think you're going to play Denver and score, I don't know, 30, 40, maybe 50. You can't even get into the 20s. I don't know about that much, but you You got to feel good about it, right? And they were shut out in the first half. Dude, they held KC under 20 last week. That was all time, all time weird game. Yeah, but all-time weird Thursday night football game. They they always are. Bills this week, baby. Bills and Bucks on Thursday night this week. God help let's us get all. A weird, let's get a weird one let's there. That's not. in Buffalo? It's in Buffalo. God help okay. us all. Good. Uh, from a scores perspective, we, we should probably acknowledge Detroit losing by 32. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, is, is this the... I don't want to say worst loss of the season. But is it the worst loss of the season for a team that's supposed to be competitive in a matchup of two competitive teams? Like, is this the biggest flop? Uh, uh, no, you got to think Dallas against San Francisco might have something to say say against that, right? They got slapped. Joe, so did the Lions. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know they did. But here's the thing: like the impacts, the the, the implications are bigger. Um. It's it's a cross conference game. If there's one to lose for Detroit, this is this is a good one to lose. I, I don't want to make this about Detroit, right? Like a disappointing loss. I think they're going to be fine, right? In the long haul, they, they get to win that division. It's the Vikings, Bears in. Oh come on! Packers. Don't do, don't do my thought or nots. No, no, I'm not going to do your thought. I want to break this about the Ravens. I want to give them their flowers, right? They, like I mean, Trey Flowers. Well, maybe Zay Flowers, right? Zay Flowers. Um, thirty-eight to six win, right? We're kind of wondering how good are how good is Baltimore, right? Kind of skating by, a lot of miscues on offense. I, this is it came together. Lamar twenty one to twenty seven for three fifty seven, three touchdowns. 
Add another rushing touchdown. He'll be your AFC Offensive Player of the Week. You know, they're they're shut that that Detroit offense was humming. And Detroit limits them to six points. And they didn't even score to the fourth quarter. I mean, this is an outs that you want to talk about just you score you have five hundred yards of offense and thirty-eight points. You limit Detroit to six. Baltimore averaged nine point one yards per play. The turnovers were even, Kyle. It wasn't right. like it, Baltimore just said, Hey, we're here. We're five and two. We're one of the best teams in the AFC. Put some respect on us. Here it is. Now, don't Kyle, you and I both talked in the pre-show about how teams are making a statement and then flopping. So here you go. Like, here's your moment. Keep it up. Well, they got they're in Arizona next week. So that's it's encouraging. Right. Uh, and then they're home against the Seahawks, Browns, and Bengals in three consecutive weeks. You're going to keep humming along unless Pittsburgh can just find these weird wins over and over again. I don't think is, their is, process is good how they're winning games, is, but they're is, born too. Is Pittsburgh the new Minnesota Vikings? Maybe. This weird cockroaches you can't kill? Weird might Might be weirder. I would say they are a weirder team. And look. Pittsburgh's next three home against Jacksonville short week home against Tennessee mini buy home against the Packers. Now Jacksonville gets the mini buy into that game, right? Yes. So that's helpful for them. And Trevor Lawrence, what what was his quote on social media this week? Um, You keep making excuses and we'll keep winning games or something. He put out a, you know, put a little passive aggressive tweet. Great quote. Like, All right, buddy. Hear you do your thing. All right, we got some fun thought or not coming up here. I have um, some quarterback dynamics that I want to get into with Kyle Krabs. But something that you should get into is FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now they've got a crazy good deal for you. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, This is the time. There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props. While the Bills did not win, I nailed two props. I had the over on Josh Allen touchdowns, and I also had the over on Dalton Kincaid receiving yards, so I won. I was a winner two for two there. Uh, They have over-unders and a whole lot more futures bets, a lot of fun stuff over at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And enjoy this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, I'll um, I'll see first to you. Seems like you right. have you ready to roll. All right, all right, all right. Thought or not? Thought or not? Here is my thought or not. My first one. It's involving the New York football Giants. Tyrod Taylor gives this Giants team its best chance to win at quarterback. With this iteration of the offensive line being what it is as well? Yep. I think you're probably right. 
Now, Daniel Jones can move around, but Daniel Jones moves around a little bit more of like a schemed approach, right? As compared to Taylor's a little bit more effective creating within the pocket. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Daniel Jones is a get him outside the pocket on rollouts or quarterback design run. Taylor can quarterback design run, but he can also bail out his offensive line at a higher degree of success. So I agree with that. I think the other the other really important layer there for me, and I consider myself somewhat of a guy who's very familiar with Tyrod Taylor. I've, I've, I've seen so much of him. I'm keenly aware of what he brings and what he doesn't bring. But his his ability to make some plays as a runner, and of course he's got a really good deep ball, but also not turn over the ball. Right, like that—that's the thing about Tyrod Taylor. To like his benefit and to what will ultimately frustrate you, he will not turn over the ball. And Daniel Jones had a four percent interception rate, six interceptions in five games. Tyrod Taylor hasn't sniffed an interception so far in two games. Yeah, he takes care of the football. And we know that what's the stat that's the most correlative to winning and losing NFL is is takeaways and giveaways, right? Tyrod's giving you such a better opportunity because he takes care of the football in addition to having that ability to make some dynamic plays. And so, yeah, I think with the way that this offense is constructed with the offensive line injuries, he does give them their best chance, which you can understand the context and why that's why we're having this conversation. But when you're paying a quarterback, what you're paying Daniel Jones, that we can't, we can't get to this point. Yeah, it's a, that's, and I, I, I'm sympathetic to a certain degree because the Giants drafted John Michael Schmitz right, with an intention of him addressing their interior. And they had a couple of young guys in, in McKeithen and Izudu who they drafted in varying degrees in the previous season. And they had Evan Neal, who was top 10 pick. So I get like you had young players that you've invested in over the course of the last two seasons with, with this regime. The, the thought process was like, okay, well, like, we invested these guys, they got to play. But the offensive line is like an objective disaster. And I get Andrew Thomas missed as much time as he did with the, the hamstring. But it's it's it can't be that bad when you're paying Daniel Jones what you're paying him in front of Daniel Jones. So I think I think there's compounding variables that make that even more challenging to filter. Well, yeah, because if it was healthy, right, how good is this offensive line? We were we were concerned about it to begin with. It'd be better, but you, you kind of rolled it. the dice on a on a a lot of young players yeah. that you that you bet on yeah. and drafted. Right. So that that again goes to nine, seven, and one made the playoffs, won a playoff game, expectations versus reality of year two of taking over a very not good roster and trying to build a team. And there's just this, there was always going to be this weird intersection of Daniel Jones and his contract that fell in the middle of that. I have another Giants thought. Okay. The New York Giants will not finish in last place in the NFC East. It's interesting. Okay, so they will not. So that means you think it's Washington because we yes. don't think it's Dallas or Philadelphia. Correct. Well, they have the head-to-head over Washington, and that helps them a ton. And they went – well, no, that game was in is, was, in, was New in, in New York. Yep. So they're two and five. 
You want Washington, to take the walk, you, you want to take the walk with me through the the Commanders by? Sure. They have three wins though, right? So that's that helps. They're one. They're one win in front of the Giants right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, they host the Eagles on in Week Eight. That's not great. You got to go to the New England Patriots in Week Nine. You got to go to the Seattle Seahawks in Week Ten. Mm. You're home against the Giants. You got to go on a short week to Dallas to play the Cowboys, oh, and then bad. you host the Dolphins in Week Thirteen. Yeah, that's bad. And and what do you think your most winnable game is? Is New England, but you're you're going to Bel- Belichick. It's right. Sam Howell. Yeah, that's not good. Right. So you got to go to New England, and then like you you play the Giants head to head again in that stretch too. Like those that you have to win that game. But like, I don't know. I think we've obviously seen Washington start. Yeah. Two and zero, and the the team that they've shown themselves to be, including losing at home and giving up forty points to the Chicago Bears. And now losing to the Giants, who couldn't get anything going against anybody, I think that's who this football team is. Listen, and and I'll say it: I I think they're asking too much of Sam Howell, Washington. They're asking too much. Forty-two passing attempts versus nineteen rushing attempts in a game that was fourteen to seven. But they don't have the offensive line to block the Giants up front, which is part of the reason why I think the matchup, the head-to-head matchup, is just not good. With with, and I I think they'll lose both games to New York. I think you have a thought here. I would agree with this. I just wanted to extend some criticism, and I, I, I feel like they're they are not bringing Sam Howell along responsibly. Sacked six more times in this game. I have a thought. Okay, the Chargers should sell the deadline. They're two and five, aren't they? They're two and four. Two and four. What is what are these? So sell me on the chip. Is Khalil Mack? Like, what are we what are we giving away? Yeah, I think you got some older players that maybe could make some sense. And, and obviously, there's a, a financial implication there. But the Chargers are going to have to do hoops this offseason anyway. So you feel like there's just a lot of stale on this roster, and let's like we know what they have to. We know what they're up against, right? We do. Well, you and yeah. I get this. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's, you... there's, there's going to be head coaching change. So you say go ahead and just deplete, get as much as you possibly can. Is it Tom Telesco? We're rolling there. We're well, good. I guess that's that's the challenge. Is Telesco? They're they're going to have to make a decision on if they want to keep Telesco He's or not in the midst of this too. Time, man. I not that's not that's not why you keep him, but I got to look and see. He got that job. In He's been there a fair a fair twenty thirteen. Well, I guess between I, I and I've given a lot of criticism for how the Chargers managed the back end of Phillip Rivers, so that that into not necessarily being able to maximize what you have in Herbert, I might be time for some fresh fresh perspective in LA. the The big one, the big one, is they only have one more game before the trade deadline, but then they got to go to the Jets and play the Jets on Monday Night Football, the first game after the trade deadline. So they got they got Chicago on Sunday at home. They're probably going to win that game. Mm-hmm. They're going to get three and four, but then you got to play the Jets, tough defense. You got to play the Lions. You're going to face the Ravens. You got to go to New England. You got to play the Bills. You got to play the Chiefs again. It's not that doesn't look good. It's it's just a deep hole that man. You're you're really going to have to flip a switch, and I, I just haven't seen enough that you've already. Lost to Tennessee. That one hurt. 
That one hurt a lot. It was an overtime when you got the ball in overtime. Every chance to go down and win the game. So I'm good. You got one more? It was going to be about Tyson Bajan. It was going to be a because uh, we always we always lean into the thoughts. So I was going to give you okay. Tyson Bajan gives the Chicago Bears oh. their best chance to win, but mm. you could see, yeah, not. to be determined. To be determined. Ooh, you you didn't say definitely not. So. Well, no, you need more than twenty nine pass attempts. That this, but it, right it, it. If, if the thought process is ball security, right? And just Justin Fields has had some struggles with that throughout the course of this this season. Also, the Raiders who were playing right. Brian Hoyer slash Aiden O'Connell. But defensively, we thought like they had some life here of late. That's so. another team that should definitively sell. They're not selling Devontae Adams. They've come out and said it. Or translation, we're not getting offers that we like for Devontae right. Adams. Well, you get, you're just going to keep Josh Jacobs on the tag and then pay him well, with the state of the roster. Okay. Yep, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked on Bill Scotty. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. Find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your Monday, and we will be back again tomorrow to get into the trade deadline a little bit, I believe, is our plans uh, the, throughout the course of this week. Now, maybe we'll do AFC trade deadline discussion and NFC trade deadline discussion since we usually do AFC and NFC on Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. Who knows? You're just going to have to come back and find out for yourselves, but we are out of here. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.